That's right. We're back. Back for show what? Number five? Yes. Yeah. Number five. Here we go. Um, hi, my name is Leon. This is my good buddy, Daryl. How you doing today? I am doing good. Still hot. Yes. <laughs> Still hot. Still hot. Hopefully that goes away sometime soon. As I mentioned in the last podcast, we're doing this in a way where we're doing it back to back. So I got to say, I already got good buzz going. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, but whatever. We create our own hell. <laughs> so um, we were talking last time about our influ- influential, influential people, b- bands, albums, and this, that, and the other thing. And this time I kind of thought, and I don't even know if anybody's going to give a shit, yeah. but I just thought I would talk. we would talk about our interactions that we've had in our life with musical celebrities or or bands or whatever. Um, so, how about you? You ever had any? Yeah, I've had, met a few. Met Metallica once. Uh, who else? Uh, Cannibal Corpse, Brutal Truth. I don't know if you know any of these bands, but yeah. Well, Mo- uh, Metallica, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, Metallica was uh, after the Black Show, I guess 92 it would be. Is that the one where he was getting in the limo? Um, James Hatfield was getting in the limo? Yeah, we actually, me and uh, Tedesco. Okay. Rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace, brother. Uh, Craig Brown. Think you know him? We um, waited out the back of uh, wherever they were playing the Coliseum, I believe. A couple of limos came out and kept driving, and then the next one stopped, and it was Jason and James. Uh, they got out, signed a bunch of stuff. Then Kurt came in his own limo with his girlfriend or wife, I guess. And then Lars had his own limo. I always thought Lars, what an ass! He never got out of his limo, but he's probably so tired from playing the drums. Oh no, no stand, shit! Right? right, that guy's an animal. I love his drumming. He's got one of my favorite. And Richard Christie. Yeah. You, you know, from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? Ice Death? Ice Earth. Ice Earth. Yeah. He had about four. He was in about four bands. I, I like. I love his drumming. Like, I seriously love that. Yeah, shit. yeah. But um, he, the singers for all of his bands, I don't like. They're the high screaming, um, what do you call it? Hair band type of, to me anyway. That's the way I hear it. Yeah. So I feel bad about saying that because I'm a huge fan of him from his music, but also for being on Howard Stern show. So it's just. Basically, they signed our stuff, and the only cool part was Kurt Hammett was like, hey, come back here for a minute. He's like, let me look at that shirt. I had like a bootleg Metallica shirt. He's like, I've never seen that one before. No way. So that, so that was kind of cool. No So shit. I got him to sign that shirt. I still have it. I uh, never did any I never did any hanging out the back. Well, actually, I did one time. Were you done with the band? Yeah, with Metallica. Cause, yeah, because yeah, yep. it just got me into this. I thought it was... So there was a Canadian band called Streetheart. I don't. Are you familiar with them? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I, I liked them quite a bit myself. They were quite an influence on me. To be honest with you, I didn't know. It's funny how I got into them. Was my mom wanted to buy? She had heard a song called "Here Comes the Night," and she loved it. So she went to the record store at the time, bought this tape of. Uh, uh, he, she would have just went up to the guy and said, "Oh, I heard about this song. Here comes the night." And the kid would have told him this, and he ended up. He gave her a Nick Gilder album do you remember him yeah <clears throat> hot child in the city yeah yeah he so he, my mom bought this album and she came home and realized oh this isn't the album that she wanted and so um she went and got it and the actual album which was street oh no i got that backwards she wanted the nick elder one but he bought, sold her the the street heart one i did mention that we were already buzzed <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so she came home recognized this isn't the one i wanted she gave me the tape and it was street heart and that song, because they had two, every once in a while, two two songs come out with this exact same name. I don't know why they do that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> like, I guess it, they don't have a control over it, but that was, I don't know, it's just bizarre. Do you remember that Falco song, or, or, or Der Commissar? 
No. You don't know that one? It was this funky 80s new I know wavy. who Falco is. Like okay. Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> yeah. Amadeus. When they came up with a song, and again, somebody else had the exact same name, and it was just confusing, and they were oh, really? both on the charts, and I just find that bizarre. Yeah. So anyways, Streetheart. So my mom got this album. I got into Streetheart, and I'm about, I don't know, maybe 10, 10 years old or something like that, 12 at best. And the streetcar was playing in Fort McMurray. I wanted to go see the show so bad, but I couldn't afford tickets, and neither could my other buddy. So we went, and we were going to sit on the outside door, like the garage door of the arena, pretty small arena at the time. I couldn't tell you how many people, but it was, well, it was a good size, but it wasn't like uh, 50,000 or anything like that, probably maybe 10 or something like that. So we got the uh, bikes, and we're sitting outside the garage door, and all of a sudden the garage door opens, and there's this huge guy. He must have been six eight or something. And red, red hair right down to his ass. Really long, red, fluorescent red hair. And he's like, what are you guys doing here? And we're thinking we're going to get in shit. And we said, oh, we just listening to the show. And he, he says, well, park your bikes and come on in. And that yeah, was yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> got to go in, walked in backstage. And then we kind of got lost into the crowd. But it was just so cool the way that that happened. Um, that's going to relay me into my other story of a celebrity interaction, except for you what do you got next uh, i went to see the smashing pumpkins one time and um the opening band was called the frogs okay and all of a sudden we looked and here's billy corgan like standing beside us heckling the band it was pretty funny <laughs> no so, way. yeah so i never went up to him or anything there was people going up he's like i'm just here for the show which you just let him watch the show right oh, yeah it was pretty awesome. funny though you no heckled shit. the band like the whole time and then he just left he's actually a pretty level-headed guy i, I don't mean to keep mentioning howard stern but when when howard stern interviews somebody you will learn more about that celebrity or that person than anybody else interviewing them i guarantee you if you have something favorite that you ever have a favorite person that you want to hear interviewed if if you listen to howard's version of it so he has had Billy on a few times, and he seems a lot more level-headed after I hear him talk than I thought he was. He had quite the fucked-up upbringing. You know much about him? In that I don't way? know a lot about it now. No, he. Uh, just one quick story about his dad. His he his dad basically abandoned him, and then he got famous, and his dad wanted to re- uh, reconnect with him. And I don't know how he knew this, but how he looked like or whatever maybe maybe they'd met before this i'm not sure but anyways billy's sitting and having a coffee and this guy walks up to him and he's just sitting there having his coffee and he, he looks up and and he goes hey billy how you doing i'm your father and he goes i knew who you are and he kind of <laughs> yeah. looks down <clears throat> and then his dad's like you, you know is it okay if i sit in here and he's like no it's not okay and that was it never huh. saw him again really but no, but i didn't know that he had a really tough upbringing too i couldn't tell you that off the top of my head the actual stories of him but that's not what i was this show was about anyway. Yeah, but I yeah. didn't know that you, I didn't know that story about you. No. Nope. You were there with Yeah, them. it was kind of funny. That is hilarious. Probably with Tedesco again. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure he went to every show, didn't yeah. he? That guy had an amazing ability. Some people you'll meet have an amazing ability with words. And they know every word to, like not every song, of course, yeah, but when yeah. they learn a song, I know songs that I've, I've heard for 40 years. And I, I sing along to the main parts and stuff, but I don't know all the words. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just a, he, like, I'm talking heavy shit, too. He yeah. just, bah, 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 bah. got lots of stories about him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Metallica. <clears throat> was he, he was, a, he was at that Pearl Jam concert we went to, wasn't he? Probably, yes. Yeah, that was an interesting concert. Uh, We're talking the, about the outside one? Yeah, the outside one. Yeah, at, that was at Plaza of Nations. Yeah. Some asshole threw a beer ball up. Yes. Hit the bass player in the head. Yeah. He's bleeding. He walks off stage, and then Eddie Vedder comes over. He picks up the bass, and I think he played about four songs, and then he just basically says, you're all a bunch of fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> that was the end of the show. Yeah. So, But it was awesome up till then. Um, when I was a kid, my first, not necessarily interaction, but 
like this is going to be a short story, but my first celebrity connection with my family was actually Anne Murray. Do you know Anne Murray? I do. Nova Scotia singer. Yeah. She yep. was actually huge. Was Snowbird, I guess, would be yeah, her I biggest know the song. song. Yeah. I can't. Th- I know she has lots of other ones, but I can't think of. That's her claim to fame. Yeah. That's the big, big one. one. Yeah. I think the Mamas and the Papas did that one to be originally. Possibly. I'm sure she's famous for one of her songs. I think that's the one, and the Mamas and the Papas had done that. She's still alive now. I. She must be. Maybe. I I, I don't remember hearing. There would have been some big CBC. Special. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Four hour special. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the 14th person singing Songbird, but um, my so that was so my uncle actually used to go out with her when they were kids, but he didn't. I I didn't know my uncle all that well, and I never met Anne Murray, but that was the first connection. Yeah. I told you it was gonna be a short story. <laughs> <laughs> who else did you meet? Um, who else did I meet? Uh, kind of a funny one. We we're at a concert, me and Tedesco again. A great we'll figure. Um, a band called Paw. I don't know if you're familiar with them at all. I think I remember them. Me and Chris were just standing there talking about the band. Some other guy just came up and started, so what's your favorite Paw song and stuff? And we were talking to him. Then I look over and I'm like, oh, there's a guitar player over there. And then I look at the guy. And I'm like, oh, you're the drummer, which oh, was yeah. kind of funny. He just got in our conversation. We didn't know who he was or anything. And then he was like, well, what's your favorite song? I think it was Gasoline, we told him. And he's like, yeah, we're going to open with that then. And he did, which was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love. Uh, I don't go out of my way for celebrity interaction. I'm, I'm just talking. My favorite is when it's just natural. Like you're just sitting there. Yeah, like having I didn't even coffee. know who he was at first until I was like, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I well, I, I can't say I don't have a story like that. But okay, I remember before I said I had the story. The street art story was gonna roll over into something else that I wanted to say. Yeah. So now it's about 1990, maybe no, I don't think it was 91, maybe 90, right? <laughs> And a friend of mine wanted to go have dinner at his girlfriend's parents' house, but they didn't want to drive or couldn't drive. I had a car. So the deal was I drive them in and then I go and sit at this bar or whatever and then I get drunk and then they drive me back. So that was the deal. So I go in, I'm sitting at this pub. The place was tiny. It was no bigger than this living room. And there was a set of drums in the corner and a little tiny bar and I think maybe four tables five tables or something and the lead singer for streetheart is kenny shields and some this guy comes out and goes ladies and gentlemen kenny shields and like i said this place is tiny so they i'm like what oh that's cool so they do a couple of songs that ends i'm about the only person in the place anymore because the other couple they left i'm sitting there i'm by myself kenny comes over we're sitting there we're talking he would go up and do whatever songs that we had just finished talking about it. I ended up with sat and talked to him for about four and a half, five hours. Really? It's fucking awesome. Nice. And especially when you're a big fan. Yeah. Like, like I wasn't just like uh, faking it. Oh yeah. I love your music. Oh, shit. I was serious. And I, and here's the, here's what makes this a whole loop for me. I was able to tell him the story about when I was a kid and this long red-headed guy let me into the concert for free and what yeah, an impact yeah. that had on me. <laughs> so how many times do you get to have some kind of interesting interaction like that, like as a kid, and then later be able to tell the person that had that. In- How that affected you, yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. And as soon as I mentioned the huge red guy, he's like, oh, yeah, that was Big Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Like, he knew exactly <laughs> who I was talking That's about. That's pretty cool. So that was cool. Yeah, that that had a big influence on me. Most of the people aren't even going to know who Streetheart is, but if you don't know who they are, check them out. Definitely a good Canadian band for sure. Lots of good songs. Well, as far as I'm concerned, that's, uh, that song Action, if you listen to that, the way he floats over the music is kind of very similar to the way Perry Farrell I was talking about on another show, how 
it's not a, a you know verse chorus verse chorus kind of standard it's 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 just floats yeah, yeah like, i know what you're saying. No, nobody else could sing that but who else you met uh smoked a bunch of weed with cannibal corpse and brutal truth <laughs> uh cryptopsy nice well there's your because you were saying earlier that they were quite an influence on you yeah definitely obituary were actually bonus bonus um i don't know i saw the misfits but i never really went up to them they were just out on the sidewalk uh lifting weights before the <laughs> show so i was like yeah yeah I, I would probably do the same yeah leave them alone right that's about it i think uh met anthrax one time just for some autographs that's about it when you meet them is this like at a show you went to or were they uh, we were just outside waiting to get in their bus pulled up we they, should, they signed a bunch of shit and went in. We should get busy with this weed. Yeah, yeah. We'll I start forgot chomping. about that. Okay, so let me tell you what strain we got here. What was that one called? Uh, cher- uh, Black Cherry Gas. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Black Cherry Gas. Back to scissors now. Okay, we're going to check it out with scissors. We did a grinder in the last one. That's why I say that. Don't have a lot of information about Black Cherry Gas. I came up with some basic statistics, but... Uh, it's it's uh, it's an either a new f- strain or a new company's putting it out or it's a mix of something but it's th- this under this name it doesn't have that much that much information i got feminized but that, that could just be this one particular view it says it's a cross between garlic cookies and frosted cherry cookies can't say i've had either of those no well again but there's so many fucking names i know it's great right who knows I, I don't mind knowing the breakdown how they got to it. I like it when it's obvious. Like if you had something like, uh, I don't know, pink berry, you kind of know. Okay, that's pink Kush with crossed with with blueberry. Blueberry is one of those ones that I. You were saying that on another like. show though that the taste when you got blueberry years ago, you knew what it was going to taste. You knew exactly like. what it was, but not anymore. <clears throat> but um, blueberry was one of those ones I didn't necessarily like it at first, and then I kind of grew into it. I got it. I was like the fruitier taste. Absolutely. Do you remember that strawberry kush? Yeah, it sounds Strawberry. Familiar. Back in the day, it would be the skunk. Yeah. And, and then there and then there was this flood of strawberry for a while. That stuff was quite good, too. Or Like, did you grow a lot? Or? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. A little bit? I mean, I'm not trying to put you under the no, fucking no, microscope. No, 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 no. For a couple years, I did, yeah. The reason why I ask is because I was going to add some whatever information I can find about a particular strain and how it grows. Like, for instance, this is a 56 to 65-day flowering. So that's cool. That's not too long. Some some of them are twelve weeks, and who needs that? It grows well indoor, grows well outdoor, and in a greenhouse. Some of them will definitely dive into just being best outside, best inside. I haven't had too much with luck with outside plants myself. Not compared to inside, you got so much more control over your environment. Yeah, definitely. That's what I did was inside way back when. <clears throat> you're the you're god to them in a sense. You know, you're telling them it's it's summer, it's spring, or whatever it is. So you can totally fine tune that shit. Absolutely. Okay, I didn't even smell this. No, there's still a bud right here. Let's give her a sniff. Nice tight buds. Oh, yeah, that's got a nice... Oh, yeah, I like that. Hmm. How would I describe that? Yeah, I bet you this wouldn't be that one you were saying tasted a little bit better. Hmm, kind of earthy. Kind of earthy, but a little bit of pine. Hmm. But I like it. Yeah, can't is, say that about everything. This is the one that had the better flavor. Okay, here we go. Black Cherry Gas. It's got a good name. <coughs> At least make you think it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. A little woody. Like, doesn't taste like it's the same as it smells. You know how that goes sometimes. Yeah. 
very good because it smells very good. And other time you open up a bud, it's like, whoa, that smells awesome. And then you smoke it, it's like, whoa, this tastes like ass. <laughs> Maybe it's because I do bag it, but I do find the flavor goes away after a while. By the time you get to the last bud, it's not as flavorful. Well, I was telling you before, I use those little um, humidity packs. You may want to check that out because when, when you open the bag, the moisture content between the first one you took out versus the bottom one, the last one, is yeah. definitely because every time you open the bag, you little, lose a little bit of humidity and so on. But these little moisture packs, you should check that out. If I if I have any, I'll just, I'll just throw you a couple. You tell me what you think next Funny time. enough, I had a big giant bag of them. Wait, from you our, sold them? Yeah, I think we just got rid of them because no one wanted them. <laughs> we had a lot of stuff we like that, like small things that we just get rid of. You seem to get a lot of uh, microphones, and do you get uh, do you get much as far as weed goes? Um, usually just the grinders. I haven't got really any other weed products. Yeah, I was just curious because you can plug your plug your stuff, and if you had weed stuff, no weed stuff. That surprises me. Being legal in Canada, you figure everybody be maybe no one's returning the weed stuff; they're just <laughs> keeping it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that could be it. Yes, it burns good. I, I like it when it. You get about halfway through and it's still just sun lightly smoldering. I yep. can't stand it when it runs, man. That drives me nuts. <laughs> canoeing. Yeah, canoeing. Or different terms for that. So who else you met? Who else was I met? I think that was about it. I uh, got I got a couple of more here. Lots of local bands, yeah. Yeah. They don't count. They don't count. <laughs> Not yet. I got some weird interactions. Um some of them aren't necessarily meeting up the per- person like right face to face, but uh I had a small interaction with Gord Downey. He was on, I don't know, some Canadian, some Ontario radio show, and they had this uh, chat text in thing you could do, and there was hundreds of people there, and then all of a sudden he, you know, ladies and gentlemen, Gord's on, you talk to him, and all these, uh, all these people are texting, and he's not replying to nothing, and then I just said, hey, how do I get a job? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do I get a job with the band? And he, sure enough, he, I was the one he, he replied to. We interacted a very little bit, and he was telling me how I could get a hold of their road crew company, and and get a job with them. I never did, but... Did you listen to that killer whale tank I sent you? I did. That was so bizarre. I can't believe I hadn't seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool how he goes into that. Gord Downey singing New Orleans is sinking, or he's supposed to, and yeah, then he just, he goes, just goes off. off. Yeah. So check that out. What was it called one more time? Killer whale tank. Killer whale tank. And if you don't know Gordy, Gord Downey from Tragically Hip, he goes off on all kinds of fucking little tangents. He'll just babble for it. He'll be in the middle of a song, and he just... Apparently that same show, I haven't heard it, but Highway Girl, he goes off on something. Oh, yeah. I, I got to check it out, but I haven't had a chance yet. You know the story behind Highway Girl? Not exactly. No, I'll look. You know what? I'm not even going to say nothing this time. I'll look into it and I'll get back to you. Yeah, I know a little bit. What was my other interaction? Okay, you remember Sam Kinison? I do. We were supposed to go. Oh, yeah. About a couple of weeks before he died. That's right. I think too. I canceled on you. Oh, my God. You were totally right. I forgot. I hated you for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was coming to Vancouver. What was it? I don't know. I want to say 93. I don't know what year he died. Uh, I don't have it written down here yeah. now, but I, I, that sounds And then like right. a month, two weeks, three weeks later, he died in the car crash. Yeah, and he was he was doing good. He'd just gotten married. Or I think he was coming back from Hawaii, and I believe, I believe he was headed up to Vancouver. Yeah. And he got hit by a drunk driver kid. And he 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 lived long enough to basically open the door, get out, sit down, and I think he said something like, "Yeah, I see." You. He said something like weird last thing he said, and, then, and that was the end of Sam. But here's my connection with Sam Kinison. You remember Jessica Hahn? Yep. Okay. Yep. Howard Stern again. Sorry with the Howard Stern stuff, <laughs> but it was a big, Howard's a big part of my life. <clears throat> Howard had this uh, bulletin board at one time, and I became uh, quite a, a frequent guy on there. And Howard came on there one time. 
And I actually got to talk to Howard. And you know it's Howard. It was no bullshit because they had just big yellow letters for the people who have been verified, which brings me to another story I'll tell you in a sec. So anyways, it was definitely Howard. And all these people are talking to Howard and he's not talking to him and shit. And all of a sudden, I'm having a conversation with him. And he goes, uh, oh, yeah, you know what? I, we want you on the... Um, he wanted to hire me to be on the website to help because he goes like, you get it. I want you to be part of the website. Yeah. So anyways, on this chat board, that, so that made me feel good. Oh, and it didn't, the only reason why it didn't happen is because I'm in Canada. He, he's in uh, New York and then the website making people were down in California. So, and of course I could totally understand the website people going, fuck, no, I don't need somebody up in Vancouver <laughs> yeah. to fucking help me, you know, shove it up your ass, Howard. But I talked to him later and he says, no, I totally tried. They just, he just wanted my influence, I guess. He he enjoyed or I, he enjoyed the fact that I understood the what he was trying to do with the website. So here's my connection, anyways. On that website, I also became like friends with Jessica Hunt. But I don't mean like just talking to her on there. We would talk, and she'd call me, and I'd call her, and it was a whole thing. So I talked to her, and we she was on that website constantly, and she was uh, Sam Kennison's uh, girlfriend for many many years. So talking to her, she was also a playmate too. And if nobody else knows who she is, she's this um, she's this girl who what was it the Jim Baker thing, Jim Baker oh, well, and I didn't Tammy know, Tammy oh, really? Faye. I didn't know she was in on. Oh, she brought she she had an affair with Jim Baker. Okay, she exposed him. Yep. And then and then because he had done that, it brought a microscope on him, and it brought down the entire thing. I think she was saying that he raped her, and he was she was trying to charge him and all that kind of stuff, but. Uh, Such slimy people! Oh my god! Oh, yeah, totally right! Oh uh, my god, it's disgusting! I just can't believe people would send their money to that. Mm-hmm. You know, grandma, she's like got no money, and she sent half of it to this shit, and the guy's driving. If you've around never seen it, watch the video for Miracle Man, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh yeah, is that is that yeah. about her? It's about the okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. I mean, I, I've obviously probably seen the video, but I didn't recognize the connection. Uh, yeah, so she was, um, she was a, a girlfriend of um, Sam Kinison. And the connection with music on that one is, is Sam Kinison used to play guitar, and he wasn't actually horrible. And he did that one Wild Thing video. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, she was on it. Because well, <clears throat> she would talk because I had somebody's ear, and like I said, you already pointed out, we were going to go to a show already. So Sam was Kinison was, I don't know, I was, I was a pretty big fan. So to talk to her, his girlfriend. Yeah, it was a big deal. For bazillion hours. Yeah. That was pretty cool because she told me all kinds of behind-the-scenes stuff. I couldn't remember now. This is freaking 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Um, that's the last, like, you know, I know that's a little bit of a reach, but it was, he, he was musical <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm sure she banged other fucking musicians. Yeah, out. I'm sure she did. She, and I think this is my last story I'm going to go into, but the thing, cool thing about another cool thing about Jessica Hahn was she got me, she, she got me to be introduced to Perry Farrell, lead singer of Jane's Diction, yeah. but not personally. And how that happened was she found out that I was a huge fan of of Perry Farrell and Jane's Addiction, and she goes, I, I fucking know him. So he, she got him to come onto the website. He was verified by the web, uh, Howard Stern website people, and, and then he was on, and we got talking, and here's the end of my story was, he was the first person that congratulated me on having my last child. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, because I, I popped online. I was reading to the Howard Stern website thing at the time. I'm typing away, and I'm like, holy cat, I just had a kid. And then first person, poof, Perry Farrell. Congratulations, man. I had already talked to him a couple of times, but. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's the best I got. Yeah. Well, not the, <laughs> it's not the best because it's not like a personal interaction with the person, but I, I just think. Uh, yeah, it's still pretty cool to you. Yeah. Especially if it's natural, the, the meeting of the person. 
like not talking going to stock and hanging out the back door and all that kind of shit that's kind of weird and stocky yeah, or at yeah. their house taking tour buses i mean i wouldn't i i think i, I think I might have said this before but like <laughs> tour buses and shit i i, I can't I, imagine doing that i couldn't do it uh, that's not my jam, but if I was driving down the street and I, knew I just want to be the guy and just go around and just say, yeah, that's it's not even their house, but yeah, so and so lives here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I've got more stars on my map than you. Yeah. <laughs> Half of them are fucking bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> some old lady outside mowing her front lawn, like, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's his grandma. But anyways, I definitely caught a buzz off of that joint. But yeah. like, we we had already done a show, had a fairly good buzz going there. But between the two. And I like mixing two different types of buds myself. Yep. Some people won't do that. I don't. I don't like to necessarily mix them together, bud for bud. Like sometimes when I get doobie. down to the bottom of like two bags, I'll just throw it all together. Throw it all, but, sure, you know. well, sure. But some people they really would like to dissect things. Yeah. And they'll be like, "Oh no, you like we were talking about the roach joints." I know you're not a fan, but I kind of like the different <laughs> flavors. Yeah, well, only if it's good. Like if it's, it's a good, good roach. roach. I yeah. can't stand shitty roaches. Did you put papers in when you're rolling up roaches? No, I cut the papers off. Yeah, I take rid of, get rid of those papers for yep. sure. Make it all harsh and gross. But there's a million little tricks and things that we do when we're smoking our bud. Yep, definitely nice little buzz. Yeah, I, would, nice, I like the buzz off that one. Did, you, oh, did that end up being the one you said? that? I believe flavor? that's the better flavor, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I liked it out of the two, but you know, two yep. people in the room, one person might be like, I don't necessarily like spicy stuff, so... But that last one, it nice buds, nice crystally burnt slow. How I didn't see the buds in the bag though. You got uh, that on you? Somewhere. I just I, the only one I saw was this little tiny one. I just kind of wanted to get a better feel. Not too bad though, like tightness and not too much stem. Look pretty crystally. Oh yeah, those are nice little tight buds. Yeah. It's not that crystally, but definitely tastes good. And these between these one, this one and the other one, the percentage of THC was only around the fifteen percent. Really? So, which is funny because what's had, the norm? I don't even follow that. Norm is, um, say, okay, I would say norm would be twenty would be low, and then thirty would be high. Okay. So, but the funny thing is, is this is kind of rated in the seventeen area, or whatever. But that n- might not necessarily be this particular, but but at seventeen, and you can still feel other things. Then that's the CBDs that are kicking in. Like so, you get the now, if the same guy grows the same bud, yeah. but does different stuff to it, could it be stronger? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. You, you so know, not you, all of that might not be all 15 is what I'm meaning. Ab- absolutely. The, yeah. the, the stuff that was uh, tested and posted, that's that's one version of it. Yeah. But you could, you could yourself, you could have a clone and, you know, you grow a half dozen clones, grow them a certain way, and then take another half dozen clones, grow them maybe the next time, and you use different lights, different chemicals, different nutrients, and, and the THC level, absolutely, that will have a huge impact on what you grew, grow, what you can't grow. I've never seen, like, the process of testing to see how much THC is in it or anything. Well, in the in the work world, what we got to do is send it off. There's a lab we send it to, and then, I don't know, a week or whatever later, that we get results. And we get, I mean, talking, we get very specific results to more than you see need. this yeah. and that and the other thing uh i couldn't tell you because they just german to me uh, basically it's, it's interesting but we used to have a little contest whoever could guess how much the thc level was going to come in so we'd send off a sample and be like <clears throat> five people oh, i think it's going to come at 23 or whatever yeah and then 
Yes, yeah, you win like a gift card or something. <laughs> oh, that was pretty it was cool. A free joint. I just well, yeah, <laughs> and I just thought that was cool working now. And whereas what other jobs you had, it's just like, oh shit, I left that joint in my coat. If yeah, it, if it yeah. falls out, I'm gonna get fired. And now I'm at a place, you know, could roll a doobie on the table. I mean, they, <laughs> nobody would care. Nobody dies, but I'm just saying, like, uh, I don't know, party night. Not that I smoked weed at work, but I've only been called out once for it. For smelling like weed. You smell like weed? <laughs> <laughs> one time I went to the auction and I, I, I hadn't even smoked one. I had a bud in my pocket and I, I, I didn't smell it myself. And it wasn't even a big bud, maybe say a gram. And I'm walking around and looking at stuff and at the auction, there's all, you know, they're talking about this yeah, one thing. Yeah. Everybody kind of crowds around that one thing and <laughs> I'm standing there and all of a sudden it's just like, holy shit. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> <Yeah. this guy. laughs> and then he looks right at me. I was so busted, but I didn't really care. I was pre-legal i was one of those guys i just i didn't i did not give a shit about no. that that was so minimal and <laughs> stupid and people in jail for it i just yeah, thought nuts. that was ridiculous that's probably a huge reason why i moved to bc you know i used to live in saskatchewan it was like texas yeah, yeah oh fuck yeah. i hope we don't get caught yeah. uh, same with ontario i lived there for a million years i could never find weed in saskatchewan only hash uh there was a lot of hash but this was like 80s so and weed definitely was a little harder to find. You had to know somebody who knew somebody. You had to get in the Volkswagen. Yeah, it was like a big deal when someone <laughs> brought some to our little town. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony's bringing an ounce in today. Yeah. What? No way. It's like everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. I can't pay you till Tuesday. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I man, been there. And then in the middle of the winter, and Buddy's got to, hey, man, you phone him up on the phone. Can you come get me? I got to go pick up an ape over, over at, you know, Julie's house. Yeah. So you, he'd come. He'd I knew Julie. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, I got to say, when I was a kid, all the girls that I ever sold weed were fat and ugly. <laughs> 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 you know, they just, there was never a good looking girl that sold weed. She's like, I got to take you over to Julie's house. You walk in, Julie is fucking horrendous. She's got one eyebrow. she got three teeth and two of them in her pocket. <laughs> I remember going to buy, we used to buy from this guy and then uh, he wasn't home. So his mom answered the door and we're like, ah, uh, and she's like, oh, what can I do for you boys? <laughs> and she ended up selling it to him. It was just funny. She's like, enjoy your night. And she was like, <laughs> just so you know? pleasant. Yeah. Uh, some people had their, uh, our attitude before even us i guess because yeah. there were some people who were just open and free now speaking of uh, thc levels i was telling you somewhere around 20 to 30 you can get above 30 33 is about the highest i've seen for sale i'm sure that i've heard of a 37 but i i yeah. never seen it. i don't know if it's true or not but 33 is about the highest i've ever heard of myself and do you know the percentage of the weed people were smoking back in the 70s lower than that oh it was like two and three <laughs> yeah I've, I've even heard one wow so the big difference in the production of weed kind of looping back to what you're saying different people doing something to a plant and this yeah. that and yeah. their little tricks and nutrients and shit there's a perfect example now people are getting from two percent up to i mean your average home grower i'm not saying you're going to get 33 percent, but it is definitely <coughs> possible 20 and above probably yeah yeah a lot of these dispensaries i don't know well, actually, I could be wrong. Maybe it's just certain LPs, as they call them, licensed producers, buying product. And some of them, they'll put a target number and they'll say, if it's not above 21%, I'm not I'm not going to fucking buy it. Yeah. So they send away the test, test come back, and, and you don't know if you got to buy it or not, you know. Hopefully you should. But anyways, okay, I'm going to call that one a, a wrap. Um, you got any plugs? Yeah, well, actually, we had a passing this weekend up in Armstrong Metal Fest. Um, Kale from uh, Parmenesia. Uh, passed away over the weekend um, he's only mid-30s father of two uh, pretty sad loss it's a great front man I've seen them play a few times yeah that's too bad man and uh, we just wanted to play the song uh, <laughs> Journey to Nothing at the end here 
yeah, okay, we'll cut this show, and as soon as you, I'm done talking, we're gonna, you're gonna hear that band and that song, and sorry for his family's loss. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Never met him. I don't know him personally, but I've seen him live a few times. Yeah, must be hard. No shit. Hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, those poor kids. Okay, we'll see you next week, and here is the song I promised you. Thank you.